Hello, everybody, and welcome to Showhoppers, The Last of Us, the season one recap. I'm Kurt, joined by my former high school teacher, Mr. Sal. Razzle freaking death. Oh, wait a minute. Wrong. Serious. Sorry. Mm, yeah, yeah. That's coming back, though. That's coming back. <laughs> soon. Very soon. Very soon. Yeah. Well, Mr. Sal, how are you doing? You know, I, I survived the, the fungal zombie apocalypse, so I'm doing well. My tenactin worked. <laughs> wait what sorry didn't work my tenactin worked i don't know what that is what's a tenactin uh lotrimin lamisil tenactin mycotin i don't know whatever antifungal you want me to use i don't care <laughs> oh it's antifungal okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you know so many antifungal <laughs> interesting you gotta be ready kurt yeah i gotta be ready to keep all this antifungal stuff ready for the <laughs> For the eventual apocalypse, listen, I guess it's not called global warming anymore, but climate change, and, I mean, the global temperature is warming, and we're cooling. We're on the watch out. But, you know, yeah. Gotta hoard some water. Gotta get ready. Well, <laughs> okay. As, as a recap, we do have a season two of Last of Us coming eventually. There's no date on that, but it is confirmed by HBO. 2026. <laughs> no. <laughs> 2026. It definitely won't be 2023, though. It'll be like 2024, oh, will be, I guess. Not. Probably, if not later. Yeah. Definitely at least a year. At least a year away. I would be shocked yeah. if they announced, yeah, here we released a series. 2026 is the next season. No, they won't do that. Oh, yeah. I, I, they would never announce it that far late. But maybe it will take a long, long time. <laughs> I bet it will. <laughs> we'll have to see. So do you know if Neil Druckmann is planning on making any more games? I have no idea. I know nothing if if that's in the books or anything. All right. Because, I mean, I I imagine, like, if that's the idea, if the idea is to make more games eventually, then they're going to take this series nice and slow. Because <laughs> The Last of Us 2 came out. There's a big gap until, like, 2018, 2019. Let me look. 2018 is a reveal trailer. It came out in 2020. Okay. So, in the first game, came out in 2013. So, a seven year gap. So, if you keep that same tempo, 2027 would be the third game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think HBO probably has any interest anymore in having a series <laughs> get ahead of the source material. We'll see. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Definitely could be the case. If Druckmann's done, if, if they're not making any more, then I can see them extending past the source material. Mm-hmm. But I, I can't see them making more series if more games are in the works. I'm not sure if they're in the works. I haven't looked at that at all. So. I've got let, me ask you, let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's uh, what I was just going to ask you. Are you going to play it before season two? So I need a means to play the game. <laughs> I don't have a PS5. I might be on PS4. I don't have either of those consoles. So there might be a PC release of it. We'll see. I mean, when they release a de- once they release a time of release for the um, series, I might try to find a way to to play the game. I might borrow someone's console or something. I don't know. I'll I'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably not gonna buy a whole console. I think you're gonna have to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Well, I'm hoping they'll do a PC release and then I can just get it. But we'll see. Huh. We'll see. Uh-huh. I, know, I know Naughty Dogs. That's the name of the game studio. Yeah. Uh, that makes Last of Us. 
uh they're doing pc releases now of their playstation exclusives so and uh, that's that's not Druckmann's company right he just no i don't think so okay i don't think so i also don't think so but yeah he did. i i think he worked for it to make last of us so i don't know that's that i mean that's, that's where i'm there i guess that's the future though mr sal we're here in the present to look at just a recap of what's gone on in season one we're going to talk about how our rankings of each episode season wide and then we're going to go through and look at what's our best titles the worst title look at all the characters that died which is a big list of dead characters holy cow it, this might be the longest list ever in the history of show and only nine episodes <laughs> and we're gonna see you know give some you know some awards to those that have passed such as you know saddest death and characters will miss the most and then we'll look at all characters including those that are alive and give some other accolades and we'll just see okay so uh and that's the case with sal who's starting off the recap who's, who's going first the uh, i am okay of course you're going first <laughs> number nine okay mr sal you've got up to two minutes on the clock start Whenever you feel like well, it. let's make it a minute and a half today. That makes it fair. We got a lot. We have a lot of other <laughs> stuff to get through. Ready, set, go. All right. My number nine rated episode, my least favorite episode of the season, uh, ends up being episode two, Infected. Uh, you know, I this one seemed like the probably the most stereotypical episode of like what you thought you were going to get from The Last of Us or from a video game about an apocalypse. I'm sorry, from a TV series based on a video game about a zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, probably Infected is as close as it gets to that. You know, you got the the uh, museum scene with the clickers. Um, you, you lose a character, Tess. Um, so that that's probably why I put it here at the bottom. What I really loved about it, Tess's character was fantastic and i really am disappointed we didn't get more of her but uh her her death i thought i thought was spectacular i know you have problems with it uh, you've described how her death happens in the game i like her death better in the series compared to the description you gave in the game i like her sacrifice i like that she kind of is at the interface between being human and being cordyceps uh when she has to find the willpower to strike that lighter uh, she gets the kiss of death from the cordyceps guy. Um, and it, so that that was really good. You know, this is where she kind of convinces Joel that he's got to take care of Ellie, um, which is basically the point of the story. Stop. So, okay, fine. I'll stop. <laughs> Meta 30. No more, no less, Mr. Sal. Fine by me. <laughs> I'll I'll rebuttal to that very shortly because I'm, I'm ready to go here. <laughs> oh, that is true. Okay. All right. Well, in that case, uh, I will give you a whole nice stall while i open my clock app and Mm -hmm. say clocks are nice ready set go all right my least favorite episode ranks nine is also the second episode infected i gave it an eight out of ten and i feel similarly the same way mr sal did throughout the episode it is more actiony but even the actiony bits are just kind of i don't know i as i put it i was kind of bored halfway through the episode and it was a bit slow just in general, like there's walking around, not much character development. There's some actiony parts, but mm, it's. I mean, Tess does get hit in it, like hit during the chaos, but it just wasn't that engaging to me. Uh, 
I do dislike Tessa's death more in the show than the game. That might be my biggest what I liked more in the games versus the show. And I, I think I might be the only one too. I've talked to people that have played the game as well and they liked uh Tessa's death here more too. But I just I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just old fashioned that way, but I like Tessa's whimper of a death, <laughs> death by a cop. Uh I did like how this introduced the spores mechanic. So in the game, there's spores, no spores in the TV series, but rather they are like strains underground and act like pressure plates. That I thought was so interesting. I was very happy to see that as well. I was like, oh, that's actually really cool. That's 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 a that's an interesting mechanic. Uh, but besides that, I mean, it, it's an all right episode, but certainly my least favorite. That's it. I'll end my time. 125. Okay. You know what we forgot to mention too is I, I actually really loved the opening of this episode. With, this oh the, yeah, with the mycologists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, yeah, the, right in the early days of Cordyceps. I like that a lot. That was great. Yeah, but, cartoon stuff. Yep, that was really cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess, I guess uh, unless you have anything else to say about Infected, we can move on. Number eight. Okay, I'm up next, right? Yeah, we snake it. Snake it it right away. All right, ready, set, go. My second to last uh, least favorite episode, (laughs) Bad Rev Wordiga, eighth ranked, seventh episode of the season, gave it an eight out of ten, left behind. I know me and Mr. Sal are going to have big disagreements on this one. We already did, (laughs) and we're going to have a lot of disagreements in this recap. But it's a great showcase of Ellie and Riley. I won't doubt it, right? And I like seeing their dynamic. It was really good. But it's just, I wish we saw more of the present time during this episode. And it just felt like a big stop in the action compared to everything else that was going on. The timing of it, I thought, is what really did it in. Well, two things, actually. I think it's the timing, but also the fact that I think it's a worst version of episode three. Is And it, obviously, it's not the exact same, right? They both don't die. They're way different circumstances for them. But it is like in a one episode kind of love story thing and it ends not as happy as the other one, but you know, it ends. And I just felt episode three did it better. Besides that though, I did like seeing Riley and Ellie's dynamic. It was really good seeing them together. And I'm sure Mr. Sal will talk about that more whenever he talks about it. I'll end my time. One eleven. Okay. Hey, Kurt, Mm -hmm. you're an idiot. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's going to be a while before I talk about that one. So <laughs> I'll just say you're an idiot for now and we'll leave it at that. Okay. Start fighting words suddenly. All right. I don't know we ever got to this point in show operas where we started calling each other names. Uh, you'll call me an idiot at my number seven. So, okay. Well, we'll fine. Okay. Uh, and you gave, you gave both of those episodes an eight, right? Yep. Okay. All right. Well, you're ready for um, for my number eight? Yep. I'm, uh, start whenever you'd like. Well, actually, I'll tell you when to start. <laughs> start now. Okay. Uh, my number eight rated episode was episode one, the pilot, When You're Lost in the Darkness. I gave this episode an eight. And this, to me, was kind of the tale of two episodes. There's, pre, there's Sarah and then there's post-Sarah. And everything with Sarah was 10 out of 10, maybe even higher. I loved it so much. Uh, I loved seeing the early days. The kind of the advent day zero of cordyceps that, that was really interesting to me uh, sarah's death very interesting especially since he didn't die of cordyceps uh i just seeing the cordyceps the way they behave the way they kind of throw the host's body around was was really interesting 
uh, it's everything after we jump forward in time. What was it? 20 years or something like that. Yep. It, that's that, that part just was very, it, what I expected at that point. Um, so uh, not anything that really held my interest very much. So, uh, but Sarah stuff, spectacular. All right, I'm done. Okay, meta O one. All right. Well, I'll talk about that later when I get to that episode. Uh, yeah, that, it won't be very long. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, let's move on to number seven. Okay, are you ready, Mister Sal? I guess. <laughs> It seemed like you weren't ready. Uh, okay. Ready, set, go. Okay. Uh, this is uh, I, this is where I'm going to be called an idiot. My number seven rated episode is episode six, Kin, which I did bump up to a nine out of ten, but this is my lowest nine out of ten. Uh, I, I liked it, uh, but it, it felt like a setup for, for the next big thing which it kind of wasn't because the next big thing was a flashback episode uh but anyway uh you know it was it was really nice seeing joel's uh, fear of losing ellie and ellie's fear of losing joel uh, that stuff was was good um the time jump did not work for me at all uh, it, it meant that we didn't see we didn't see get to see any of the morning for henry and sam uh we it meant that Ellie and Joel just didn't seem very different with each other. And it seems like they should have been after three months, especially if the emotions are going to boil over like they do in this episode. Uh, I love the breakup scene. The breakup scene was, was great, but it should have, it, it, it didn't feel quite earned to me because there wasn't any development of their relationship between Henry and Sam and this also Jackson was just was distracting to me. It just kind of took me out of the universe being in this kind of utopia. Um, didn't love the university scene at the end either, but okay. That was a minute 30. Really? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Wow. All right. <laughs> yeah. You're a really smart guy, Mr. Sal. <laughs> oh, and that is your number seven. <laughs> okay. Sarcasm. Gotta love sarcasm. Not. Nah not <laughs> the suit is not black it's a borat thing <laughs> guy tries to teach him not jokes but he can't quite grasp them <laughs> <laughs> all right well i'm ready here mr sam you're ready for number seven yep all right ready set go my seventh ranked episode uh gave it a nine out of ten is the premiere episode when you're lost in the darkness. I agree with Mr. Self for the most part. I think the first half is way better than the second half. I do wish it was two episodes. Um, I, Mr. Self did tell me the reasoning is that they did want Ellie to be in the first episode, which I guess makes sense. But I, I do wish they split it up. Uh, first part of the episode, first half with Sarah, really great. Love it. I agree. It's definitely 10 out of 10. Second part is not as good as the first part, but I still enjoyed it. And it really excited me seeing this episode. Like, just how they had some of the scene for scene shots like the driving scene and just it was just so true to the game but it if it still seemed really good to me so it really excited me i also did like that beginning like 1960s talk show thing that really i mean it's it's such a good i mean you can show that just i mean it is the first scene of the series but you can show that to anyone and really you know it's it's a good introductory scene and it's 
interesting thought. You know, it, it really relates it to real life. I don't think they did that in the game. So um, I like this episode. It really did excite me. I did bump it down. I think I gave it a 10 originally, but I give it a nine now. That's all. I'll end my time. Okay. Yeah, that was a minute 19. And actually, I did show that scene to my wife when she was asking me about the last of us it, it was like oh here this is she's asking me kind of about the mechanics of it and, and what uh what was what cordyceps was all about and what the, and all that stuff and and i was like well here watch this <laughs> and, and it was it was very easy to to show and and it's really it is chilling so that was really good it, yeah certainly I, I think it's a good introductory scene so mm-hmm. well I guess let's move on. Number six. All right, I'm ready, Mr. Sal. All right, ready, set, go. My sixth ranked episode, also a nine out of ten. Episode four, please hold my hand. Uh, I I like seeing Joel and Ellie get closer as we enter Kansas City. Uh, they do justify some things. You get the siphoning of gas. It's nice that they kind of humanized or at least we saw something with this militia these enemies that are coming after joel and ellie kathleen uh we see them growing closer to each other what did annoy me was just kind of like man like just the the it seemed like they were put in this situation because of like bad decisions like kind of like bad horror movies where it's like oh no don't do that no 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 don't do that like Joel, why are you driving into the heart of Kansas City? I know you don't want to go all the way around, but it's like, yeah, I mean, especially someone of Joel, you know, why why'd you drive into a trap? Obviously, he didn't mean to, but you know, um, but it's a good one, and it leads into a, a good storyline that I love with Henry and Sam. So that's all. I'll end my time there. One oh eight. Yeah. All right. Well, are you ready then, Mister Sal? Uh, yeah, this should sound familiar. <laughs> yeah, ready, set, go. My number six rated episode is also Please Hold to My Hand, which is episode four. And I also gave it a nine. I actually didn't remember a lot about this episode. <laughs> so I really had to go back and look at my notes before we did this because I I didn't remember much. I guess the, the thing that really stands out in this episode is Ellie saves Joel's life. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Joel, who had been adamant that Ellie not have a gun, actually ends up teaching her how to use the gun. Uh, that and the joke book. The joke book was great. It, I, actually, this episode was the best development of their relationship prior to the breakup scene, I think, in in uh, Kin. So th- this was this was really great. Um, good stuff. Uh, I I liked Kathleen and her crew. Uh, I liked what they did with her. You know, their goal is always to try to get you thinking about who loves the villains and who do, do the villains love, and they did that. Um, so uh, I like that a lot. Um, but it's a pretty kind of it's in the middle of my pack and it's kind of a middle of the road episode. I'll stop there. 111. I agree. Okay. Middle of the road episode, I think, says it well in comparison to the season. It's in the middle of our rankings. So, yeah. Sal, are you ready to move on? Yeah. Number five. Okay. Are you ready, Mr. Sal? I think so. (laughs) Ready, set, go. My number five rated episode is the one I have the most complex feelings about. It's episode eight, When We Are in Need. I ended up bumping this up to a nine, and 
man, I really wanted to give this episode a 10. When I think back on this episode, there's so much that I love about this episode, but man, there's so much that really bothers me about this episode too. Like Joel, Joel hulking out after being at death's door really bothers me. The, the fact that nobody else is in the town when Ellie and Joel, when Ellie kills David and Ellie and Joel walk out really bothers me. And that's the only thing, those are like two of the only things holding it back from a 10, uh, because, man, I love the religious overtones of this. My God. And anything that they want to do to villainize theocracy is fine by me. And, and they do such a good job. But David is such an interesting character. The way he sucks Ellie in. Uh, and then when she recognizes him, that's even even more interesting. You know, anything that, that shines a light on cult culture and the, and the dangers of it is, is great. So this was the scariest episode to me. And I have the most complex feelings about it. So uh, this is my number five. I'm done. Hey, 110. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, have, I have some stuff to say on that. Why don't you say it right now then? Yeah. Okay, so ready, 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 set, go. Okay. My fifth ranked episode, middle of the pack, is when we are in need. Uh, episode eight. I gave it a ten out of ten, not a nine out of ten. Uh, I agree with Mister Sal on a lot of points. I didn't really notice the continuity errors while I was watching it. Well, them leaving without anyone noticing, I didn't really realize. I did sell, so, you know, I do also kind of agree Joel is kind of hulking out a bit, but whatever. I, I mean, I, I love what they did for David. They made him an even more interesting character by highlighting this kind of cult theocracy like aspect to it. And that was so good. Um, I talk with, with most people. I think most people agree. This is like the scariest episode. I think it was just, you know, with the predatory stuff and the cannibalism and the cult stuff, it's definitely the most uncomforting right even if it's not gory per se and it does have some gore with like seeing those hanging dead bodies uh i think this poses a very good conundrum of well geez is i i still think about it i think david was a net good for it like he kept his people alive even though he's a terrible person it's it's an interesting thought thing that i I think about so um but yeah i i enjoyed the episode i thought it was a good one so yeah 10 out of 10 that's it on my time 115 yeah and and i've already gone on record i definitely disagree that he was a net good but uh but survival is insufficient uh as they say in station 11 which by the way if if you like the last of us really should watch station 11 (laughs) but anyway um we probably won't cover station 11 that may be something who knows um but this this episode really i do, do people actually the people that you've talked to feel like this is the scariest episode as well yeah like in terms okay. of like the the tones it hit like it's like you know with how ellie with like a solid predator facing ellie and just the uncomforting themes with like david and like slapping the other um i think hannah's her name and the uh mm-hmm. and it's cult so yeah yeah i mean I, it wasn't even close to me honestly there, there's nothing scarier than this episode to me yeah no i think that's i think that's fair because the rest of the fear is just kind of being infected, that fear yeah. aspect of it. Yeah. I guess Riley and Ellie maybe, or Sam, like just that, like the idea of knowing you're going to turn and scared about it. But you know, I you know, I think they, for me, you kind of know you kind of know coming into it that's going to be a, a thing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Infected zombie esque type of series. People yeah. are going to get infected, and they're going to be alive while they're yeah. turning. Yeah. I mean, all that definitely is scary to me, the the, the predatory stuff, but like the, the cult part of this 
is just as scary, if not scarier, than anything else in the series. Just the idea that that's why that's why I think makes the episode so scary. Just like there's multiple things here that, yeah, <laughs> that can yeah. like, trigger, you know, like a a fear. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, I guess we'll move on to the next one. All right. Number four. Okay, so I'm ready. Oh man. I can't believe this is number four for both of us. Okay, ready, set, go. <laughs> My number four ranked episode, also a 10 out of 10. The last episode in the series, Look for the Light, the finale. Yeah, only the number four, uh, which is, I don't know, arguably, I guess is technically a bad thing. The finale should probably always be the top episode in a good series because you kind of want to end on a high or maybe the second to last. So it's fourth rank, not the best thing, but I did love it. I know I love the finale. Um, is everything I could ask for? Uh, I, I think they added something really good with Joel's suicide, and I think there's way, multiple ways to interpret it. Both me and Mr. Sal interpreted it in different ways, right? I'll just talk about my way of interpreting it. Of Jill was kind of selfish, I felt for the episode, and wanted Ellie to turn back, and I think he did a very bad thing. Arguably a monster. I mean, there's justifications to it, but I think it ends with that, and he does lie to Ellie. But I think it's it's this is the reason why I remember this game is such a good ending, uh, and it's a good TV show. So that's all. I'll end my time. Yeah, only a minute four. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. Then you know. Okay. So, ready, set, go. And my number four rated episode is also "Look for the Light." I gave it a nine out of ten. Out of ten. Out of ten. And really, the only reason that. It, I have nothing bad to say about this episode except that it's not the top three episodes, which are just so head and shoulders above the rest to me. Uh, but so this is my highest nine. Uh, all I want to mention is that Neil Druckmann and the official podcast talked about when they play tested the game, they, they talked to the people who play tested the game and they asked, what did you think of Joel's decision? And of the people who were not parents, 50% of the people said that they were with Joel and 50% of the people said that he made a horrible choice. Uh, but of the people who were parents, 100% of the people with zero exceptions said Joel did the right thing. Uh, so I felt very vindicated in my opinion. I think Joel, you take my kid, this is going to, and I have the means, this is what's going to happen. So, so, uh, Apparently, all parents agree with me, uh, but the fact that we could have that discussion makes this a great episode. It just didn't make me feel the way the top three did. Uh, and I'll stop there. Hey, one oh six. Okay, and that, that's a point throughout this whole series. Just there's a lot of there's a lot of room for interpretation. A shocking yeah. room for interpretation. Well, I, there's I mean, between us two. Yeah, I mean, when you think about uh, the last what f- four episodes, six, yeah, seven, eight, yeah. yeah, four episodes of the season, we had some major disagreements. <laughs> So. But I mean, maybe more so than we've ever had in a series. Yeah, arguably, maybe leftovers, but I don't think there's like disagreements. I think that was just more. You, your scale was just skewed. To, then. Well, I wasn't even. I think it was just the way I wanted to interpret the series. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think if you watch the leftovers again, we'd have a lot more agreement, just because your your scale a five out of ten was was average for you back then. That was good. <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, let's uh, let's move on. Okay. Number three. Okay, are you ready, Mister Sal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is this number three position is where you and I have the biggest disagreements. 
Oh, I mean, I think I'm right. I think I'm right. Well, I think you're wrong. Okay, ready, set, go. My number three rated episode uh, was episode seven, Left Behind. I gave it a 10 out of 10. This is my first 10 I'll be talking about. So my lowest 10. But ah, what a beautiful episode. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for backstory. I love backstory. One of my favorite episodes of Centaur World is about backstory magic and uh, the power of knowing where someone comes from and how that applies to the decisions they make and, and how it applies to the character that they've become uh, is, is, is huge. And so uh, to have a flashback episode, I think was entirely appropriate. I love where they put it. I, I love how it connected because you, you see Riley and uh, Ellie make this pact right at the end of their lives. Well, I guess at the end of Riley's life because Ellie is going to survive, but where Riley says, whether it's two months or two days, we don't give up. We don't give that up. I don't want to give that up. And and you see that change in Ellie in present day deciding, you know what? I, I, I probably should go, but I'm not going to give up whatever time I have left with him. I'm going to take advantage of it. And it's a really beautiful sentiment. And not to mention the fact that this is universal, universal love quandaries are on display in this episode and a great mall. And I'm a sucker for a great mall. So uh, this is, I love this episode. I'm done. Hey, 125. Okay. A good mall. I'll give you that episode of a great mall. (laughs) (laughs) So you've already talked about this episode, but I mean, I I thought when we finished our discussion, you were going to bump this up to a nine. You you were loving everything about it. (laughs) And and then you just stayed stayed on your eight. (laughs) I'm I'm very confused by this. Ah, Well, you know, I think back to it. I'm like, man, I don't know. I, it's just, it's, I feel like not too much happens in the episode. It's a lot with Ellie and Riley and builds their relationship, but I don't know if you need to build up their relationship that much. I mean, this is the person that Ellie has cared most about in the world up to Arguably Joel. Joel. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I think it's important to see that we got to see it with Joel and Sarah. I think it's important that we get to see it with Ellie and Riley. That's fair. That's fair. I guess I think this would have been a great episode if it was earlier on as well. Like if they just took the same episode and put it earlier. I think I would but this it. is this is based on the DLC and this is where the it DLC is. happens, right? It is. No, no, you're right. No, it does. It. You're right. It does. I would have also liked it, I think, if it interspliced with what was going on like in modern times more. And it did. I, well, it starts off, I think you get one seat in the middle and it ends with modern it's just times, the beginning but... and the end. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I, I don't That's even. Th- I don't even think there's one scene in the middle. Well, I might yeah. be wrong about but, that. What happens in the modern times is kind of she stitches up Joel, right? There's not much, you know. There's not like a struggle or anything. It's not like a hunt. I, basically, what I would have loved is if it was what happened, right? The flashback stuff, and then maybe Ellie, maybe struggling to live on her own. You know, there, there's there's a good chunk of time that's elapsing with Joel at a commission. That would have really liked. well i i think this was just a beautiful perfect episode i love it right where it is exactly how it is i think it was great you're talking about beautiful episodes i I got one to talk about okay (laughs) okay i guess all right you're number three you ready yeah ready set go cool now this this episode i started getting a little i started getting a little teary-eyed this this is emotional okay 
jam-packed in my opinion. Kin, uh, sixth episode, gave it a 10 out of 10. Me and Mr. Sales disagree on this one immensely. Not immensely, I think, but we do disagree. And I think this is an amazing episode. I do think it's earned in the sense that this is where Joel and Ellie become father and daughter. That this is where the relationship comes, you know, brings up another level. And the reason it hasn't come to this level yet is because Joel has willfully has, has tried suppressing his feelings for Ellie and doesn't want to get attached because he kind of understands the repercussions of becoming too attached to anyone, especially after losing Tess too in this post-apocalyptic world. So, you know, that's the rationale. But seeing Joel starting to, you know, he's starting to feel fear. (laughs) And seeing him break down in front of Tommy about it, seeing his breakup scene with Ellie, all these scenes are so good. Um, I love it. And then when they finally go off together, you know, when Ellie chooses him immediately, right? It's not even like a thought in her head. Oh, it's it's sweet. So I, I, I love it. Uh, it's a great episode, so that's why it's my third. That's all. Okay, one twenty. You know, I think, I think I have this this figured out. This episode. Uh, <laughs> like, now I'm curious. But... <laughs> I I think that if I think if you had a focus group, you would find that the people who love this episode the most are the people who played the game, and the people who love it the least, who like it the least, are the people who didn't play the game. Why do you think that is? Well, because you you know what Joel and Ellie's relationship is. You don't need to see it develop. I, I this this just came out of the blue, as far as I'm concerned. It's like why do they why are they so head over heels in love with each other all of a sudden? All right. Uh, I mean, it it didn't it didn't make a ton of sense to me. Um, I don't know. I I I think it was not an earned set of emotions, but no, that's fair. No, that's, and that's that because I didn't case. have the the background or the I guess the the foresight of what was about to happen. I would I I agree. I would I, I would love to see him if there was like a sample group of uh, people who have played the game, people who haven't played the game, and like how they felt about each episode, the ranking. If if I could get an IMDb ranking of each episode, <laughs> but broken down by played. yeah yeah and not non game played. Just to, just to see. that'd be I, awesome because it definitely i think heavily does influence how you how you look at the series i mean i think so i think that's a big part of why we are so different on so many episodes yeah certainly i mean yeah I, I do have more background knowledge and maybe yeah that is true that i don't i don't need to be shown their relationship because i take it i i immediately kind of accept the fact that they are they're uh the, the combo wombo <laughs> the wombo combo <laughs> That's just the way it is. That's that's what I know it is. Ellie and Joel, Joel and Ellie, right? Two Joel-y. pieces in a pod. One one kind of a monster and one immune to cordyceps. <laughs> well, otherwise, two peas in a pod. So <laughs> okay. Well, well, anyway, yeah. So I mean, that's I that makes sense to me that that that's where why we're so disparate on that episode, and maybe I'm left behind as well. That might that might be could be yeah might have something to do with it. I imagine, shot. like, because uh, Left, Behind, Left Behind was DLC, so that means that mm-hmm. you already finished playing the game, and then you went back. Exactly. And, so it's if, different, and honestly, I'll be honest, I wasn't that crazy about the DLC. Right. Well, so, <laughs> so, again, also, I, think, <laughs> I, I think it's the same idea. There. And these are the two episodes we disagree the most on, Kin and Left Behind. And I think both can really be explained by my lack of playing the game and your playing the game. I wasn't a big fan of Left Behind. Mm-hmm. It was it was cool though to see the the history of Ellie at that point. But yeah, 
Okay. Well, anyway, I guess we'll we'll move on then. Okay. Number two. Well, I am ready, Mr. Sal. Okay. I thought you just moved Ken into your number two spot on the spreadsheet. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> I did accidentally. Uh, all right. Ready, set, go. Uh, my second favorite episode is Endure and Survive. Episode five, 10 out of 10, of course. The Henry and Sam episode. I mean, this was going to be a big one for us. Uh, I know we both loved it. it. It's a great episode. I mean, the Henry and Sam storyline, when you talked about Sarah and you were wondering if she would turn in front of Joel and Joel would have to kill her. I really went, oh, not for this, but this will happen. And oh, it's so good. I mean, yeah, you could look at like some issues you have, but they show the nursery, right? With uh, Ish and, oh, I can't even remember, but Ish and Danny, that's what it is. And going through uh, that whole stuff, getting close with Henry and Sam, you really grow for them. This is one of the first examples we see with Joel and Ellie getting close to someone and then them getting ripped away from both of them. And just such a scarring moment. It's uh, it's beautiful in all the same way. So I love that I got to know Henry and Sam much closer than I did in the uh, games. And sad to see them go. And Kathleen was all right. Just a bit crazy. So that's all on my time. 109. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I have not talked about that episode yet. And there are two episodes left for, us, for me to talk about. So let's see well, if that's the one I talk about now. We'll see now. Yeah. Ready, set, go. Nope. Episode <laughs> my number two episode is episode three. Long, long time. Uh, I mean, what a what an episode! I I never. This is the most surprising episode to me. I never expected to see this episode. This is this this life in an a full life in an episode. I guess not a full life, but like a, a, the life of a relationship in one episode uh, from beginning to end. Just absolutely beautiful. Uh, This line that always sticks out when I think about this episode is, you know, I was never afraid until you came along. And thinking about that line in the context of the rest of the series, in the context of Joel and Ellie and Henry and Sam and, you know, anybody, any display of love, it's that. It's I was never afraid until you came along. It's a very just emotional ending I, I i think emotional is the right word for it. i don't want to say sad because in a lot of ways it's a very happy ending they had a great life together uh and they they went together Not, neither one of them had to live without the other one from that point so uh i think that's a, a beautiful ending it's sad but it's also just really great I, and the stuff with joel and ellie honestly i think was, was really pretty good jo- the letter that that bill leaves for joel is is something that you know, we protect people. That's what we do. And boy, do we see that coming out of Joel. Stop. Uh, in the last episode. Okay. Okay. Enough there, Mr. Sal. Yeah, we'll I guess. We'll be talking about that soon enough. Yep. But first, Mr. Sal, we got to move on. Number one. Are you ready, Mr. Sal? Oh, I'm so ready. Okay. Ready, set, go. My number one episode, episode five, Endure and Survive. 10 out of 10. I, I would have given it more if I could have. This this episode was was everything to me. This this made the series for me. I, I think without this episode, I wouldn't say necessarily that I'm a fan of the series. But with this episode, this, this made me a fan of the series. Uh, they set out to display that love is beautiful and love is horrible at the same time. And 
this episode is such a great indicator of that. You know, we've got the, the showdown between Henry and Kathleen. You know, why is my brother's life more important than your brother's life? That moral quandary that Henry has of do I kill this guy uh, to save my brother or what? Um, but let's let's face it. This episode really comes down to the ending. And when Sam turns, it is heartbreaking. It is devastating. And then you don't think it could be more so. And then Henry kills him and takes his own life. I, it, I, I was inconsolable for quite a while. It affected me for days after watching the episode. Uh, this No episode impacted me more than this one. This is incredible. I'm, I'll, I'll stop there. Okay, 116. I got to ask you. Yeah. I don't remember. It's, it's been a few weeks. Did you initially rate this episode lower after watching it? I, I said I wasn't sure which one. Oh, you wasn't sure. I, I, which one I would put higher. And, oh, okay. and really, I, it, what, what it came down to was I just was haunted by this episode. And I, I will be honest, though. Honestly, the other episode that haunted me the most was When We Are in Need, which I didn't even give a 10 to. But that's, I feel like that's such a flawed episode. I couldn't possibly... Give that one a ten. This one, though, just stayed with me for for days. I it was it was hard not thinking about it the next day, and and kind of busting out of a kind of. I, it wasn't. I mean, it's not a depression. So it's, it's not a clinical depression, but busting out of like a, a, a melancholic haze to kind of focus on my good life <laughs> the, the, uh, after seeing this thing. So anyway. Yeah, I listen. When when I played through the game prior to us covering the series, there, there were a few plot points I was wondering if it would have in the show. I knew Henry and Sam would be in the show. I knew Frank and Bill would be, and I'm like, all right, well, with Frank's death, you know, when, when they find him hanged, I wonder how much Sal's gonna feel about that. And this this one for Henry and Sam, I was like, okay, this this is gonna be a big one. I I, I think he'll like it. I hopefully it doesn't make him like sad. <laughs> hopefully it just doesn't like upset him because i mean it did but but i loved it but in a good way in a good way that's yeah fine. It's, it's all right if something makes you sad as long as you know you're okay with it same with the uh the david stuff there's right. there's a lot of stuff in the series that's um really you know dark and messed up uh especially i guess if you're a parent <laughs> i well and, and let me tell you like watching this uh, this series through that lens and they do it it's it's probably a good thing that they do like separate from parenthood a little bit after Sarah and Joel, like that we, we have it on full display with Sarah and Joel and everything else is like adoptive parent. Right. Mm. Um, so it's Joel and Ellie, it's Henry and Sam to a certain extent. It's uh, Marlene and Ellie. Nah, not really. Uh, it's Kathleen and her brother. Like the, it's these like parental relationships where you, they, they weren't you a parental relationship and the, the parental relationship was kind of forced uh, upon them. Uh, so it's kind of probably a good thing that they, that they did that, but anybody who is a parent is going to, is going to view this through that lens. Right. And I didn't even mention this, but anyway, Henry and Sam are, are very similar to an, an age difference to where I was with my youngest brother. So, and, and we were something that wasn't really a father but also wasn't really a brother either so uh that that was that was tough to watch too because it hit really close to home but yeah. but really like when you watch this as a parent it really just it impacts you 
for days afterwards. Like I think of, I, I couldn't help but think about if my kid turned in this situation and I had to do what Henry did, like, I, I don't know that I could live with myself afterwards. Like, and, and you, you want to think that Henry could, you know, have a life with Joel and Ellie, but I, I don't know. I, I, I think he would be a shell of himself, but anyway. Uh, and like I said, th- this, this episode particularly puts on display the, the premise of the series, which is, you know, love, love is beautiful. It also makes you do horrible things if you, if pushed and, and we, boy, do we see that at the end? So. Yeah, no, it, it's a great episode. Oh. I'm glad. I'm glad you loved it. I'm glad it's, it's your number one. But speaking yeah. of your number one, yes, want to talk about mine? All right, ready, set, go. My favorite episode of this season of Last of Us is Long, Long Time, the third episode. So early on, but it was so like unexpectedly good. Uh, same, same as you, you know, put it. I, I, I wasn't expecting it. I mean, I was expecting this to be the story of Bill and Frank. Yes, but. I didn't expect it to be this good. I didn't expect it to be this much about their history. And obviously they changed it from the games as well. And it was, as I said, when we were covering it, this episode felt like cheesecake. Like this is just very early on when I see Bill and Frank together, just when it's just Bill himself, I'm like, wow, this is actually, I'm liking this. Like this is really good. And then Frank comes and there's this weird dynamic of is Frank just using him? And the whole time you can keep that through line. And then, it just becomes such a bittersweet, you know, it's a tragic ha- yet happy ending for them. And oh man, the let the waterworks flow. This is this is the litmus test to me for someone watching The Last of Us. I will wait, henceforth I have recommended the series to other people, but as I recommend it, I will tell people, get to that third episode. If you don't like it after the third one, maybe stop. But that that third episode is a real piece of work. I'll tell you that right now. Cause it really is. And I love it. So I love it as a place for Bill and Frank. That's all. I'll end my time. 121. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a great recommendation. Uh, the, watch it. If you get to the third episode and, and you don't love by then, then you're probably, it's probably not for you because I mean, I, I was on an eight for the first two episodes, eight out of 10, eight out of 10. It was episode three that hooked me on the series and made it. So I couldn't wait for Sunday night from that point forward. Yeah. Oh, such a such a good one. So yeah, I'm I'm happy with it. I'm happy with the season. Uh, yeah, me too. It was great. I'm glad. I'm, I was worried that it would, it would be like way worse, and I'd be like, no, 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 but but trust me, Michelle. The games, it's it's way better. <laughs> <laughs> like Ellie can't swim, <laughs> and and she can, but she can climb. <laughs> she yeah, yeah, she goes in like little vents and stuff, and opens up doorways. <laughs> Does it all the time? Oh, yeah, so good. But whatever. Yeah. Well, I guess now we can um move on to some accolades that we'll be handing out. So first and foremost, best. I don't know about foremost, but okay. <laughs> first one will go. You want to go best or worst title first, Mister Sal? Always, always worst first. Always worst first. Always okay. save the best for last. It's not a meal. <laughs> I I I know I know that when you eat a meal, you do the best stuff first. I yeah, uh, I used to when I was younger save the best for last. Dessert yeah. sweet things I'll leave last, but yeah. Now that I'm older, I'm like, no, nah, I ain't filling up on the because then it's not as good. <laughs> I know. I know. You're it, right. You're first. right. Yeah. But but here on Show Hoppers, we like worst first. Worst first, and it kind of rhymes. So <laughs> I think the worst title for you out of all these, 
I think you put infected because I think your argument's going to be you can name any episode infected if there's infected in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's your exact argument, actually. Okay. Uh, and I think that you said, please hold to my hand because it, <laughs> on its own, without the context of that's a lyric from the song, those, those words together don't make any sense. All right. You got me wrong. Oh, okay. I did put infected. <laughs> I oh, did you put infected for the same reason you guessed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I did not put infected. You got me wrong as well. Um, it, I, in fact, infected wasn't even on my short list. Really? Uh, no, my short I list. These are pretty weak titles, though. That, well, I don't know. There's a couple that I, that I like, but uh, infected uh, was not on my short list. Uh, Please hold to my hand was my runner up, um, because again, without that lyric, ah, that the, the sentence doesn't even make, make sense. Uh, my least favorite title. You're going to be so mad at me. <laughs> Because I just continued to pick on this episode. It was Ken. Ken? Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> Why would you put Ken? Because like she becomes his kin. Ah, uh, it's mis. I don't know. Like, Where is misleading? It's misleading because it's like Wait, it's not misleading. Titles. No, it's not. It's definitely not. It's 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 like Ken. Like Tommy is. Yeah, Tommy is her, her his brother. Okay, so so he's going to see the one kin that he has left in in the world uh and yeah okay i guess ellie i, I guess ellie becomes okay skin, but, okay yeah uh-huh yeah so but but the, it just highlights the imperfection in the episode to me <laughs> which is which is that they were not kin last time we saw them they're not no going to this episode they're not kin i agree like going to this episode they are not well, kin. but they should be if, if the emotions no. are going to boil over like this they're they kin. Bo- a boil over because Joel was trying to cut it off, but he knows he wants more. Ellie clearly has shown she wants more in the relationship, and then they become kin. But oh, no, we, we've been. Over I also, I also already. just don't like the word kin. <laughs> <laughs> I love the letters K and I together. They're the best color <laughs> combination in the alphabet. No bias at all there. <laughs> you can't, no. you can't beat that combo. <laughs> no, I don't like the word kin. If it had been family, I might have been a little more. <laughs> so you, know, you changed the argument or added a different one of. No, it's just I just don't like the word. Well, no, it's it's it's, it's both. It's both. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I I don't like this title. Yeah. All right. All right. So best best title. I, I'm <laughs> I based on your reaction. I can't believe you put Ken. I can't uh, believe you put Ken. Well, now I think you're overselling it. So I was gonna guess Ken for you, but now I think you're just trying to get me to it's guess Ken for you. Me. So <laughs> so I'm not gonna say that. Uh, I think you went with long long time. Okay. Uh, man, I really didn't think about what you put for your best title. <laughs> uh, I didn't think about any of these for you. I only thought about yeah. me. <laughs> We'll I don't really think about it a lot. I, I don't really think about you for the characters either. I think you did um, endurance survive. No, okay. L- mm, fine. Yeah, endurance survive. Okay. Well, you got me wrong. Okay, so, I was gonna swap to left behind. That also would have been wrong. Okay, it didn't matter then. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Now, my favorite episode is it's it's episode. I love the title. I want to love this episode so much. It's when we are in need. <laughs> it's. Uh, I love I, I love that title because because that banner <laughs> that banner's there and the and it just high uh, yeah the Lord will provide uh, like it, and in this case which in this thing which is a cult like what it really means is David will provide because David uh, is has manipulated in you into thinking that you need him and uh, so when when he says when we are in need you know. 
it's it's more about him than it is about any sort of religiosity but anyway i i, I love this title i think it's i think it's great it i yeah it's a good title i agree yeah. and i i put for my title endurance survive really yeah i mean i i i think uh Throughout the episode, they're showcasing, you know, they're trying to endure and survive this militia after them. You see Henry and Sam. Like, Henry and Sam, their their journey to survive, to get to that point where we see them, is is a grueling one, right? They're starving up in an attic. You know, they lose the doctor. They're alone. They're being chased. Eventually, they meet with Ellie and Sam. They're trying to survive together. There's a theme of it with them. The comics they read that makes it, you know, in-universe. And in the end... Joel and Ellie have to endure and survive. <laughs> so, <laughs> you, know, so I, I, you know, I mean, it, I thought about it as a little cookie cutter because you kind of put it around, but I think it just apply. You can really apply it a lot in the episode to different people in different instances that I think it's good. So, so. I, I don't want to you know burst your bubble or anything, but when, when I was listening to Jackman, he said, <laughs> nah. he said he was trying to come up with the cheesiest name he could come up with for <laughs> For the comic series, and so he 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 wanted to use endure, and he or, or no, he wanted to use he wanted to use survive in the title, um, and he was like, "What's a synonym for survive?" Because the words mean the same thing. Like it, saying endure and survive is redundant. So he so he looked. He used a, th- a thesaurus to look up a synonym for survive, and he came up with endure. He's like he was like I, I you know I'm I'm sorry I, I don't want to like. I don't. I don't want anybody who like has the tattoo that says "Endure and Survive" to be upset with me because for minimizing it. I'm really flattered that, that you feel that way. But yeah, that's how I came up with the title. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he struck gold there. Okay, <laughs> that's what I'll say. Um, my, on my short list, though, was "Long, Long Time." That was my runner-up. That's a good one because yeah. uh, that that's the, the use of that song in that episode was phenomenal. Yeah, it, it really is. So, all right. Well, I guess uh, we got to move on to the deaths portion. So this is yeah. four different titles we'll give a dead character, which is most shocking, saddest, character will miss the most, character will miss the least. So, Mr. Sal, hmm. let me guess for you the most shocking death. You kind of, I mean, going into it, I, I think you, you, you thought a lot of them were going to die. Like you thought Sarah's going to die. You think Tess is going to die. Um, Kathleen, I think you think is going to die. Hmm. So, which ones are more shocking to you, Riley? You think is gonna die? It's either got to be Bill or Henry. I think for you, David, you predicted predicted was gonna die before you even met him. You also said he was gonna be your favorite character, or you're gonna love him. Sorry, <laughs> I thought he was gonna be your favorite. Which that did not age very well. No, uh, no. <laughs> you you picked arguably the most dislikable. Like the <laughs> well, we'll get to that later. <laughs> Uh, I think for this one you said Henry because it stuck with you. Okay, and now for you, since you already played the game, you already knew everybody who was going to die. But I guess the the surprise would have been someone who who died differently, not Tess, because that uh, I know you didn't like that one. So I got, I assume it's either Bill or Frank. Uh, I'm thinking, I think you said Bill. You got me right. Hey. I said Bill. All right. And you got me right. I said Henry. Yeah. Yeah. Henry's probably my, I think they're 
kind of in the same league. Bill, you can kind of see coming that he like poisoned the wine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, going into that day, I didn't think he was going to kill himself. Right. On, uh, Frank's last day on earth. So yeah, definitely shocking death for me. Yeah. Henry. <laughs> well, Hen- Henry just to, to me was, I mean, Sam's death. Once, once he turned, there was nothing surprising. We knew he was going to, he was going to go, but Henry, uh, taking his own life uh, and hearing Ellie, actually hearing Ellie's response when he, so like that scream that she gives, I, I can't even, like, I, it, that scream haunts me. The, the way that she screamed, uh, I can hear it. It's, it's terrifying. Anyway, uh, yeah, so Henry was, was it for me. Okay. So shall we talk about saddest death? Lots. So f- for you, Hmm. So again, some some of these, and you 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 knew about most of these. You knew about all of them, really. Uh, that all of these people would die. Uh, I think the saddest death for you. Uh, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Sam. I think Sam was the saddest death for you. Okay. Um, I'm trying to put on my Mr. Sal hat. I think for you, the saddest death is Sarah, seeing a child die like that. Okay, so that is, expected it. that is definitely close, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I don't think there's anything sadder than seeing a child turn and then die. So, so <laughs> I, I I fixed it. <laughs> All right, I put Frank. Yeah, that, I I thought it might have been Frank or Bill. Frank, um, I, I I think just the I I would agree that Sam is a more um tragic death, like it's extremely tragic. Mm-hmm. Frank's yeah. though is a sadness that is like he's. He's still able to survive, right? I mean, it's actually very relatable to our, our world right now as to, like, assisted suicide, basically. He just, he doesn't want to live anymore. Yeah, his quality right. of life, he feels, is so much worse because of, you know, his debilitation that he doesn't want to live. Uh, which, in and of itself, to me, is very sad, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it definitely is. Really don't want it sad. So that, that's why he's my saddest death, Frank, just. Yeah, I, I think a lot of the reason why I picked Sam too is because it, it, not so much him dying, but the fact you that his him. brother felt like he had to kill him. <laughs> that <laughs> is like just devastating. Anyway, yeah. Sam would probably be my number two here. Gotcha. So, I would agree with that. Well, all right. Uh, wait, do I guess you now? Do you guess me? I forget. Uh, I'll, I'll guess you again. All right. all right, character you'll miss the least. So I should. We should tell people what our, what our choices are here. Oh yeah, because right. uh, we're not talking about like Connie and Nana and Mr. Adler and Robert and Brian and James and Anna. A lot of these people that you probably don't even remember who they are. <laughs> so uh, I, I think so. We're we're talking about um, Sarah, Tess, Frank, Bill, Perry, Kathleen, Sam, Henry, Riley, David, Marlene. So character you'll miss the least. Hmm. I'm I think. My answer. Oh, okay. Um, I think. Huh. I I think you went with Marlene. No, Perry. You went with Perry. Perry. Yeah. All right. Mm. I think. I think you put David, just because okay. of how much uh, of a monster he is. Yeah, I wish I could say David, but man, he was a really compelling character. So yeah. I, I can't, I can't say David. Uh, I said, I said Perry because I don't really care about. I, I had Perry before, but I swapped it to Kathleen. 
Oh, to Kathleen, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't a big fan. I mean, that that was I she was interesting, but um I that won't miss her. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well let's uh what about who you'll miss the most? Ooh. Huh. This is this was really hard for me. Yeah, there yeah. Uh, and, and a lot of it is because you know, you really only get one episode with most of these people. <laughs> yeah, I for you I think you put Henry. Okay. And I think you put I uh, I think you said Bill. Interesting. Uh I said Henry. <laughs> oh, okay. Who did you say? I said Tess. Oh, I thought about playing Tess. Yeah, I said I, Tess. You did really like Tess. I That's really liked Tess. And, it was, yeah. and and we got it for two episodes. And you think about like what that could have been like this whole trip if she had survived. Oh, man. Tess dynamic. Yeah. yeah. And I, honestly, if Tess survived, that would have really set to me like, a, like wow, they might really get away from the games here. Because right? they could have, oh, yeah, could have yeah. made a dynamic with that. Yeah. I, they could have made it work. Yeah, I, I I would have really liked to see more with Tess, but um, but Henry definitely probably Henry would have been my number two, but or Sam, I don't know. I debated I debated putting David. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know, a, a lot of this it was really hard for me to pick between Henry and Sam, and hard for me to pick between Bill and Frank. So I kind of left them out of <laughs> this. Category. That's true because they are like a package deal. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. All right. Well, those are the deaths, I guess. No, fair. Well, look, let's get away from people that have all have died. Let's just look at all the characters as a whole. All right. Let's see. Let's let's see who wins what mm. and how. So, Mr. Sal, goodest character. Mm. Who did you think was the goodest character? Mm. Jeez. Um, I think you put Ellie. Okay. Because uh... Joel's a monster at the finals. <laughs> definitely. I mean, he did lie to Ellie. That's for sure. So he's that actually. <laughs> oh, the goodest character. I think you went with <laughs> based on, based on your response. Okay, this is mostly tongue in cheek, but I'm gonna make it my official guess anyway. I think you think Marlene's the goodest character. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I put Ellie. You put Ellie? Yeah. Okay. I put Sam. Oh, I, I thought about putting Sarah. But I was like, you know, he's the the more whatever. innocent the kid. Like Sarah would have been my second choice, but like, yeah, I mean that's true. Like they're yeah. just way more innocent. I I, I put Ellie. I thought Ellie was a, I think morally all right. Yeah, almost sacrificing. I think she'd be willing to sacrifice her life for the. <laughs> so. I think you're probably right. I'm not denying that. If someone just asked her, yeah, Marlene should have done that. <laughs> they could have. I know they in the garage. They could have just said, "Well, let's wait for her to wake up." Well, no. Well, what what I mean is, like, we don't we don't know what happened when they separated Ellie from Joel. Like mm-hmm. before they prepped her, maybe they did talk to her about it. I feel like I don't think they did. I don't think no, they did. no. But they could have. I mean, I, I feel like Ellie would have called them out for it at that point. Oh, you're uh, right. Actually, no. Yeah, you're 100 yeah. percent right. He would have been like, yeah. "Yeah, they told me." Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. they went. They went. We're gonna kill you, but we're gonna yeah. get the court. I also feel like right. Ellie would have insisted on seeing Joel before the surgery, if yeah, that was gonna, if true. that was the case. No, but, yeah, you're right. So, but anyway, no. That, that, so yeah. So I say Sam because man doesn't get much Sam more innocent than him. Fair enough. Also, great name, by the way. Yeah, as I figured. <laughs> 
right. How about the baddest character? Uh, I think uh, you said Joel. No, I, I don't think you said Joel. Although you might have, based on your reaction to the last episode. I think you said David. I think it would be shocking if you didn't I think, say David. I think you said David. I mean, how could you not say David? Yeah, how could you not say David? <laughs> it's David. Yeah. I mean, you could make an argument for Kathleen, I think. I don't think you could. Uh, not I think, I think not you could compared to David. I think up until episode eight you could have made him an argument for Kathleen. <laughs> but i think you nah. can argue for Kathleen. even still you think you could i think you could yeah because you could say oh well david's keeping his group alive kathleen yeah she's she does, a figurehead like yeah, I mean, she she does say oh, you know we're not gonna kind of get them all killed <laughs> yes yeah, and then she's like no kill them <laughs> so yeah yeah i guess i could i, could yeah, I, think, I think you could definitely uh put kathleen over david but i think david okay uh, but definitely those two are, I think, are the biggest ones. But Mr. Sal, who do you think's grown the most as a character? Most character growth, as you've seen growth. Right. So th- the definition of this being the character who changed the most, not yeah. the one who's opinion, who for whom our opinion changed yeah. the most. That's biggest term. Okay. Yep, yep. Right. So uh, I, the person who changed the most, I think you said Joel. Okay. I think you said Joel. Yeah. Yeah, this is a total <laughs> changer. <laughs> he's, a, he's one cold SOB smuggler 20 yeah. years out of his daughter's death. Yeah. To father. Yeah. I mean, I think it's one of the things I do actually like about the first episode is how he's holding the child exactly the same way he was holding Sarah when she died or when she was shot, I guess. Hmm. And he feels nothing and just tosses the kid on the fire. Of course, then we also get him holding Ellie exactly the same way yeah, <laughs> out, of his way, out of the garage. So that's all, also very interesting. So, yeah, so Joel for sure. Okay, okay. Okay. Biggest turn on a character. So, this is our personal mm. turn on a character. So, whether we went from liking to hating them or hating to liking, mm. uh, or whichever else you want to interpret that as. Yeah, this is going to be hard for me to pick you. Yeah, I really uh, don't know what you put to be honest. I don't know if you really. This is Maybe... so hard because you already knew all these characters. So, to... <laughs> <I know. laughs> except okay, for I... Kathleen and Perry, you did not know Kathleen and Perry. Yeah. I think either you either said Ellie or Henry. I think because I I think I think you were lukewarm on Henry when you first saw him, and then you went, "Wow, I can relate to Henry." I think you said Henry because I think that's a really big turn for you from when we they introduced him a bit. Then seeing them a bit into their episode into how it ends for them, Henry. Okay. I think I'm gonna say you went with Bill because you had a preconceived notion about him based on the game that was very different here. Nah, I said Ellie. Oh, you said Ellie? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I didn't like I mean similar to the game, like I I think Ellie's just kind of annoying <laughs> in the yeah. beginning. Like I was just like cracking jokes, like, oh love those. I'm jokes. young. Yeah, that's fine, but it's not like there's not like as much depth in Ellie. Like early Ellie, there's not much depth. It's just her, I guess, playing what like a kid would be kind of like what people would imagine a kid is like in an apocalypse, which is fine. Hmm. And because they don't yeah. have much of a relationship, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. I think Ellie then turns very interesting and is, you know, best way her character goes. Arguably, that's growth. I don't think it's really growth. I think it's just us seeing more of Ellie in the inside of Ellie and Ellie expressing herself more. So, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So I'd say Ellie. Right. Uh, I said I said David. 
really <laughs> yeah okay I mean, i'm very intrigued by that i think i can see why like you well, you, I mean, you thought he's you know i should i, I didn't even think about that i should probably but i guess because i already knew him going into it i didn't even i mean i was I, before the episode even aired i was like i predict i'm gonna fall in love with david and then he's gonna die by the end of the episode so i was really shoe hammering that opinion in there mm-hmm. <laughs> in the beginning i was like yeah yeah i love this guy yeah he's great um Am I only saying that because I predicted that I would say it? Uh, and then by the end, matter. It's, it's basically the devil incarnate here. So anyway, yeah, yeah. I, I should have thought about that's a really good one. Yeah, that's a good one. But even even without any of that, that the first scene at the camp, my favorite scene in the episode, the campfire scene with uh, with uh, Ellie and our campfire, but a fire scene with Ellie and David. There are two fire scenes, okay. The, the one where they're waiting for James, that scene. Uh, it just, he, he's so charismatic and sucks Ellie in and honestly sucked me in too. So, big turn. Once once he said, though, uh, I think everything happens for a reason. It was like, oh, you son of a... <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. Got him. So, that, that was a big turn for me. Okay. Fair. No, I think that's a really good pick. So... Thank you. Most interesting character. Hmm. Do you want me to guess you first? Yeah, give me. Yeah, give me. Okay. So I think you said the most interesting. Now this is, I, I my knee jerk reaction is for you for uh, for me to say Joel here because you know we spent a lot of time with him. He changed the most. So I, that's my knee jerk. But your favorite episode has very little to do with Joel. So maybe you said Bill and Frank. Uh, no, I'm going to say you said Joel. Hmm. I think you said hey, Joel. Yeah, I, I, I did say Joel. Yeah, I did too. I thought about putting arguably David as well. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I, I think, think there's I think a lot of... You a lot can of make an argument for David. a lot of people, honestly. That it's just they're, they're only in it for an episode or two. That is, yeah, that is the biggest issue. Yeah. 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 Just can't, um, it's hard to compete. Yeah, because I mean... For the first two episodes, Tess was the most interesting character to me, but, well, she was gone. So uh, I said Joel as well. I, I, I think it's a reasonable choice. He changes the most, definitely has probably the most, I shouldn't say definitely probably, he probably has the most complex emotions throughout the course of the series. So, yeah, I think it's Joel. Okay. okay. Well, All right, which brings us to most, one, yeah. Most entertaining. Hmm. I... Th- I think you had to put Ellie. You loved Ellie's joke book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think you did not put Ellie. Uh, I think you said Joel again. Wrong. I put Ellie. <laughs> I put Ellie too. Ellie, I love Ellie's joke. Ellie, Ellie is entertaining. I, yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but even without the joke book, I thought she was really entertaining and left behind as well. Like, I, I was never annoyed with Ellie. She never annoyed me. I always thought she was entertaining. I, I shouldn't say annoyed. <laughs> I shouldn't say annoyed. I, I just mean she went from being just kind of like a kid, right? To a kid that's got like depth and complexity with Joel. For sure. And I that and that's why it's the biggest turn on a character. Especially in the game too. I maybe I'm thinking back when I played the game as a as a in as a lad where I was like, ah, oh, I got this I gotta I gotta, I gotta look around this girl. <laughs> Cause Ellie's yeah. like useless in the game. Oh can't swim. <laughs> She doesn't like attack anyone or do anything. She's just following you while you're doing all the the work. Like, huh. <laughs> like scoffing. 
constantly. And then I'm like, oh, Ellie. And then I start caring about Ellie. I'm like, oh, Ellie. (laughs) 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 Ellie, watch out. (laughs) So how does it work in the game when you get to that scene in the hospital at the end? Is there like a a goal to get to Ellie? (laughs) Yeah. Well, so the game's... um... It's not an open world. It's like linear level based. So yeah. Like, kind of like Uncharted or something. So you, you, you're in. And the level. It's funny. Level Uncharted kind of, is linear level. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. It's like. It, it's it's like called a, Uncharted. Yeah. I think it's linear. I might be wrong, actually. So don't quote me. Look, Max Payne. You ever played Max Payne game? No. Okay. Well, never mind. What do you think you're talking to? It's, it's not like open world, but each level is pretty open. Like you can go through different avenues and you might see different things there might be certain choke points you get through but um so it feels open world but it's not it is linear so yeah the hospital is just kind of like get to la yeah so you're just shooting through a bunch of guards and you get to la but can you make the choice just to not shoot them or no. then you get shot no i mean you might be able to sneak past them like there's there's a big stealth mechanic in the game that's not really shown in the, the show as much but like you can stealth past a lot of the parts in the game uh, for the most part, you want to be stealthy in the game. You don't ever really want to be loud. Sometimes you do, and sometimes it forces you to be loud, but you want to be stealthy. So I don't know if you could stealth through that part of it. I don't think you can. I think you have to be loud. But but can you say, nah, she's good, I'm leaving? No, no, you don't get a choice. There's never, okay. there's never, there's never, there's never is there a choice in the game where you okay. can like make a decision. There All might right. be, you might be able to not collect that letter from Frank and give it to Bill. Like that, I think, might be optional. There might be some oh, okay. things like that where like character dialogue could be affected, but but no, for the most part, no, you, okay. can't, you can't change any events in the game. Gotcha. I thought maybe you could just say, you know, turn walk out in the hospital yeah. and you get <laughs> like a, ga- yeah. a game over screen or something. Oh, like that. Maybe you could. I don't know. Maybe it's like some weird. Yeah. Some games have like a funny endings like that. Right. But uh, not to my knowledge. So ah, whatever. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an all right show. It was a good game. <laughs> Uh, it was a very good show. It was all right. Okay, I liked it. I'm excited for season two whenever it gets around the corner or gets around the corner, whenever it drops. Yeah, yeah. I hope it's around the corner. I don't think it is, but I don't think so either. I think it's a very long corner we have out of us. But <laughs> excited nonetheless. So I'm trying to think of really anything else to really anything you want to talk about series wide or anything you want to mention. Well, I just once again should mention the idea that it's pretty amazing that you and I can watch the show, both really enjoy the show, and yet have such different opinions about the show. So, yeah, no, it's a real testimony. I'm not sure I've, I've had, I'm not sure I've experienced a series like that before. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That we have like disagreeing viewpoints as to like the actual what the episode is trying to showcase, like the, the, the takeaway from it. <laughs> is so fundamentally yeah. different <laughs> or, or, or just like the fact that you know i can we, we can in the last four episodes give like eights and tens but to different episodes and still yeah. both feel like we're enjoying the show yeah i know so perhaps a good good on their part wide yeah. net good net yeah. wide net yeah exactly so that, that's good so well if you enjoy the last of us please check on over what's we have going on right now we're covering chernobyl which is our other podcast and with the last of us wrapping up chernobyl, by the way craig mason's other hbo series yes he's part of last of us now he's well not he already made chernobyl award-winning right. good miniseries do you mm-hmm. check it out only five episodes yeah what are you doing 
if you want more episodes, there's Lost, which we're getting no, back into. Lots After, of episodes. Uh, was taking this time slot. Was taking this time slot will be Lost. Eventually, in April, we're going to be releasing Miss Davis, and that was going to have some episodes dropped immediately. So that's going to mess with the schedule. We'll talk about that more <laughs> as we get closer to it. But look for that in April. Uh, Lindelof series. We're getting back into it. And if you want to see something else, White Lotus. That's won a lot of awards. We covered that a bit ago. Would highly recommend it, especially if you like like a good drama. So that's uh, my recommendation as our back catalog. But what you can also do, listener, is you can subscribe, review the podcast. That helps us out. Sharing it helps us out a ton. If you want to contact us, showperspodcast at gmail.com. Is there anything else you want to say, Mr. Sal? So... All these Chef Boyardee references in this series, they couldn't get SpaghettiOs in there somewhere? No, nah, it's got to be branding. <laughs> I think it got paid. I, but so, is, this, so is Chef Boyardee not... Do they not make SpaghettiOs? SpaghettiOs is a different so. thing? Oh, Maybe they're owned by the same thing. thing. Maybe oh, it's owned man. by like a, the same like parent company. But I, no, I, I, think, think, I think it's a different thing. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I also I don't like SpaghettiOs. <laughs> really? I'm Chef a... Boyardee guy. <laughs> to me, they, they have like the same sauce, but anyway, whatever. I, just, I haven't had spaghetti. I just, I'm a big Chef Boyardee guy. I, I don't so, blame you. Spaghetti. They had the one good ad from when I was younger. The one where the, the I think I've shown it to you before from a separate conversation with the can rolling. I yeah, I think you're two. right. Yeah, that can rolling ad, amazing. That's yeah. all though. So thank you everyone, and check out our other series. Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day.